Welcome to Shit Talk Fridays, a podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle and relationships with a splash of controversy. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm Gina. And I'm Evo. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. (sighs) Evo and I are both not drinking this Friday. (laughs) And I'm not drinking because I'm currently on a non-drinking journey for quite a while. I have been looking into some non-alcoholic uh, options. However, Evo's not drinking because we don't got nothing to drink in the house. <laughs> I mean, we got stuff to drink. I just decided to join you, and I'm supporting you on this journey of yours. You know, that's what that's what husbands are supposed to do. You know, Yo. ride or die, right? Like, that's what we signed up for. <laughs> Already starting to bullshit. Already starting to bullshit. I'm here for you. I'm which here for actually you. is very fitting for our topic this evening, yeah. which is the secrets that husbands and wives keep from each other. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And when I posed this topic to Eva at first, he was like, I don't know if I really, what, like, what kind of secrets are there? Because I think your immediate thought was some of, like, the big, big secrets. Uh, no, so my immediate thought was, like, you know, secrets. Like, things that you just don't tell your wife. You know, like, I mean, listen, I'm sure there's things that I, there's clearly things that you don't tell me and things that I don't tell you. But those are things that merit not to be told, I think. So I would like to say that I think there's a difference between not telling and keeping it a secret. Correct. Right. So which means I've done something and I'm I'm being secretive about it. But if I choose just not to tell you something, it's not necessarily a secret. I'm just choosing not to speak about it. I think I want to just I feel like they're kind of different. Yeah. Well, I mean, even so, all right, I feel like that there are secrets mm-hmm. that men do keep. Um, but again, they're not that deep you know once i started researching this and looking into actual mm-hmm. um research i started researching this and looking into secrets that men keep from their wives mm-hmm. i found some of the stuff to be a little disturbing oh of course yeah. of course because you know what man <laughs> or what men don't do disturbing and ass shit it just like it made the stuff that i was thinking about <laughs> look m- minuscule in comparison to some of the stuff and granted what what i found in my research it's real it's like some really serious stuff you know and it does exist and you know once i read it i was like wow you know yes all right, i see it i've heard about this i just you know it's not stuff that was like immediately in my mind to okay. like come up and like you know as soon as we started talking about it they're like oh yeah i know i know i got this because it's just not part of my life you know i okay. really had to look into it and then what man whew, that was an eye opener all right so then why don't you start off by telling us what is one of the secrets that men will keep from women all right or, so, excuse me what are one of the secrets that husbands will keep from wives so one of the <laughs> oh, no. one of the secrets that husbands will keep from their wives and this is one that i can't you like this immediately came to mind to me was secret hobbies and what they spend on their secret hobbies Okay. And particularly car parts. <laughs> <laughs> I know quite a few guys, married men, that have spent an insane amount of money on car parts and their wives have no idea Yo, what it cost. <laughs> I laughed so hard when you said that because I know exactly what you're <laughs> you know talking what about. You know, you know what I'm talking about. So... um. And funny thing, there's an actual trend on social media mm. going on about this, where it's a, 
I haven't found the original one. I've been looking for the original one. Okay. But it goes where there's... It starts off where there's a girl asking her significant other, which is a guy, um, how much was it? And he's like, babe, they gave it to me. And she's like, no, they didn't. How much was it? He's like, babe, they gave it to me. And she's like, nobody's going to give you something like that. He's like, but they gave it to me. And so many people have been like using that recording and showing like some of their most ex- expensive toys, you know, mm. uh, it was this one guy, you see him, he's like his wife or somebody's recording him, like unpack the just most ginormous speakers that you're going to put, you're going to put in a car. Obviously, like he's like one of those sound systems. And you, you could just imagine, you know, the girl voice going, how much was it? And he's like, they gave it to me. And there's just so many of them. And so it's a real thing. Like, honestly, guys can go off the edge when it comes to spending on car parts because, you know, it's a hobby and, you know guys are passionate about cars and um i think that a lot of men really like that wow factor they like getting that wow factor so they'll kind of in cars really does it Mm -hmm. you know when you when you spend a lot of money and time and put passion into a vehicle to present it it's all about the wow factor Mm -hmm. and i think that's the main reason why men do it i was guilty of this at one point in my life Really? I'm not, I mean, not not no more. You see where my car is, and you see where it's been. Well, th- but that's because of unfortunate events. Yeah. But I think if that did not happen, and this is like a sidebar conversation, but if the journey that your car took didn't happen, yeah. I don't think that you wouldn't. I think you would be spending money on car parts it, still. It, you know, no, she was pretty much complete as she was. It okay. was, you know, it was, you know, so. Like for those of you who don't know, I ended up taking the engine out of my car to do some serious like wire, wire, tuck. wire tucking and cleaning up of the engine bay. Everything else was done in my car, and the person that I sent it to just sat on it for a long time. We're talking about this thing dragged out for years, and then my priorities shifted in life. I we ended mm-hmm. up buying a house, and a lot of and so then once I finally got the car back, there was just so many other things that I was dealing with that became more of a priority. Um, that the car kind of just took the back seat. Back seat. I kind of shelved it. Um, but prior to that, you know, it really took a life of its own, you know, and, you know, and like once it really started to like take shape and really people started to notice it and I started to get these reactions from people in a positive way. And then I started to like dive into like rare parts, you know, and I started seeking out like things that you couldn't find ultra rare parts that I could put it on my car. Japanese parts, Japanese parts. Yeah. JDM Japanese parts that were super rare so that I could put them on my car. So the next time I sh- I went to a car show, it was even more of a wow factor. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that that comes from, at least for me, I'm speaking for me. I don't know. I don't want to s- just throw this out in front of, you know, for everybody. But I feel like for me, that came from needing gratification from other people to acknowledge my accomplishments. Mm. And so there w- it was like a, um, like a vicious chase cycle where I kept needing to acquire more and more things from my car to make it look really nice so that people can so that I can get acknowledgement from other people and that mm-hmm. would for me that validated my success and at some point in my life I stopped associating those two I stopped needing other people's validation for my accomplishments in order for me to like say, you know feel like I was successful yeah and that was one of the main reasons the car kind of took a, a shelf a backseat to you know I shelved the car too because I start, it just stopped being such a big priority. I didn't need that anymore. Yeah. And so, but I feel like that that's a huge part of why 
uh, men do that. Luckily, Evil had a wife that... Support for Shit Talk Fridays is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I can't count the number of times I've nicked myself using shoddy-ass trimmers that literally left me anxious about grooming. Manscaped's skin-safe technology has restored my faith when grooming below the waist. And did I mention the new 4.0 lawnmower has a 4K LED light, so you ain't missing shit. So head over to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code STFridays20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code STFridays20. Unlock the confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now back to the show. Tolly was also a car enthusiast yeah, that yeah. could appreciate his vehicle. So I really didn't have any problems with you um, making any alterations to your, your car, yeah. especially the car that you had because I had a love for that car because mm -hmm. I once also had the same car and also hooked it up. And um, so I never really feel like you had to hide from me, but it wasn't really necessarily a constant. Con it wasn't. A conversation i trusted you with money i also feel like you were responsible in the purchases yeah. that you made yeah. and i understood the vision of your car i always understood the vision of your car i will say that i think you and i have a little bit of a a connected brain in that in that way mm -hmm. where we kind of like our cars to look the same not so much now but back <laughs> then we did so I completely understood where you were going with it. Yeah. So it was never nah, you a were cause for concern between us. Definitely pretty supportive. Uh, and that was very helpful. However, though, what I think is hilarious about that is that is something that I like to throw in men's faces when they like to talk shit about women buying stuff. I can't tell you how many times when I used to work in the makeup world in retail, men would come in with their women and they would make comments about like, I don't know why y'all women like this stuff. And I, and I would say shit like, you don't spend money on your car? You don't buy video games? And the men would just look at me and, yeah, okay, buddy, because I got you right there. So women spend their money on, you know, certain items and men like to spend their money on certain items. So let's not throw let's not throw shade on yeah. the other uh, person or the other sex or the opposite sex, rather, because of the items they like to purchase. What's fucking second hilarious about that is that goes right into one of the first things that women like to hide from men and it's how much money they spend and it's not specifically a particular item that we spend money on it's just how we choose to spend money you have a lot of women that are either career women or stay-at-home moms mm -hmm. so how they maneuver their money tends to be very different in those aspects okay. because um i i feel like i can speak to both because I was a career woman where I worked a lot and I wasn't a stay-at-home mom at all. Um, but I had a little bit of a, a portion where I was a stay-at-home mom throughout my life. Uh, and now I kind of balance being at home and, and my career. So I understand this, this why we choose to conceal money. So from my understanding, about half of the women that are married will do this. They will hide how much money they spend on clothing, uh, makeup, jewelry, clothing for their children, things for the house. It just sounds like car parts. <laughs> <laughs> All I keep hearing is car parts, car parts, um, car parts. <laughs> well, okay. 
so the reason why I said it's a little bit different when it comes to like a working wife versus a stay-at-home wife is a stay-at-home mom or wife sometimes can be reluctant to ask her husband for money Mm -hmm. to purchase things that the husband may see as frivolous. So this is a kind of a situation where you have um, joint finances, right? Or is it not a situation where, is there a situation where, because when you say the woman is asking the man for money mm -hmm. um, and she's a stay-at-home mom, Mm -hmm. that means that, that, does that mean that their finances are separate and she has to ask him for money? It means that there potentially is both, that they have joint finances and they have separate finances. So for managing the household, their finances are together. So the wife has access to the finances to pay bills, make, you know, buy, buy food, pay the mortgage, whatever it is. But when it comes to her extracurricular, extracurricular activities or her own purchases for like, you know, clothing, accessories, hair, whatever it Mm is. She may have her own account for that. And money is put into that account for her, either by the husband, or maybe she has something small that she's doing like on a the side. side hustle. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Or she could um be she could have had money from a past job that she saved. Whatever the case is, she may have somewhat of her own funds. Okay. And this is where the money and the purchasing gets concealed on how much something costs because if a husband is managing the household and the wife is going out and buying a $300 pair of shoes and he is the primary breadwinner, she, she may almost feel guilty making that large of a purchase when in her mind, she feels like she, she's not contributing. But I mean, if, if, if that purchase comes out of her Mm -hmm. side money or whatever, what does I mean? I feel like what does it matter? Okay. I agree with you on that. Right. So, but there's a little bit of guilt behind it. So the guilt is, is that if she's not working and she's not putting money into caring for the home, which is paying the mortgage, the the utilities and food, then she may feel guilty about spending money on herself. I mean, I, I feel like that that's purely perspective. I mean, it is purely mm-hmm. a, th- a, a thing of perspective because... To me, time is money, mm-hmm. and she's putting in her time. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that time had if she was not putting it in in the way that she was to the house and the children and all that stuff, she could be exchanging that time for actual money at a job. So if she's sacrificing a career mm-hmm. to spend her time, then she should be able to spend her little bit of money that she has that's mm-hmm. separate from the bills and all that the house money the way that she pleases you know i fucking agree with you on that <laughs> i mean come on okay, like, yo. but that's in a perfect world right that would mean that the dynamic between the husband and wife yeah. works that way that where the husband be, yeah. is going to 100 percent value his wife's time in the household and you and i both know we've actually had conversations about this how men are not appreciating and valuing their wives that stay at home they're actually looking at them as if they do less that the work that they do at home with the children and taking care of the house is not as valuable. Mm. So that's why I say it's like in a perfect world. So this is part of the reason why uh, wives sometimes, if the dynamic is you know somewhat off, she may conceal. But on another note, let's say it's a working wife, right? A woman that has 
an excess amount of money. You know, I've been in that situation where we spend a lot of money on clothes. <laughs> and one of the reasons why women spend to ten women spend women tend to spend more money than men on clothes has to do a lot with the constant change of women's clothing styles. Mm. That's one of the things that I will always envy about men's clothing. It is has a has a very consistent feel throughout decades. Jeans, t-shirt, suit, tie. You know, it, it doesn't really stray too much from that. Maybe the cut changes, you know, slightly. But I can't tell you how many times from season to season, something will change in a woman's clothing that when she then goes out to an event, she has a, a work thing or um, she's hanging out with her girlfriends. That if she doesn't have a piece of clothing that, I don't know, that's on trend or, you know, in fashion, she may then feel the need to want to go out and buy something new. You know, I, as I sit here and listen to you, mm -hmm. I can only wonder, and I truly don't know the answer to this question, why is it that women are the targets of this fashion turnover? Well, I can give you a little bit of insight to that. It has to do, women have a lot of buying power. It, no, that's, I went to, I remember actually when I was in college, um, you know, I have a degree in business and we had to do a little bit of research into the buying power of different sexes, different uh, sectors of age. Okay. So women in particular age ranges have a lot of buying power. How so though? I'm... Women tend to shop more than men. So that's why a lot of these things are targeted towards them. Right. I get see, I mm -hmm. get that. Women tend to shop more than men. Mm -hmm. But why is it that women shop more than men? Because so. women will also be shopping for men. Men will put other things in that place. I'll no. give I give you can I give you an example? Okay. Let's say the husband and wife are invited to or their child is invited to a birthday party for a child. Who do you think primarily is going out and buying the gift for the kid's birthday party? No, I get that part. That's I get my, that part. So what I'm referring to is that you're saying that women's styles change so much and men's styles really don't. I'm not saying that they don't. They don't I wouldn't say as as, as much as much as much. Right. So why is it that women's styles has been the target of such a high rate of turnover mm -hmm. that the that in turn it causes women to have to go out and constantly shop for mm -hmm. clothing and changes of fashion you know um why to me like i'm wondering why is that why is it that that doesn't exist amongst men is it that men are not as responsive to the change of styles is it that men are more likely to just not really care about so much about changing styles and women do well, and that's and that's why i the only thing that I can think of that comes to mind is something that I quoted last week is uh, women are more. Women tend to care more about how they are perceived in society where men are more concerned about their intellect and their yeah. finances. Okay. So the way that a man dresses potentially is not as important to him. So if a woman is potentially concerned about her 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 how she is perceived in society clothing is part of that perception and is do you feel like it has something to do with the fact that as from a young age even not only from a young age but just historically speaking mm -hmm. um, women girls were raised to be very aware 
on how they were being presented to the people around them and particularly to a future husband. I mean, yes, and but I, in, I, f- I feel like this is kind of taking the conversation. Yeah, well, I'm just, well, what I mean is that being that being said, because it's it's something that's that's um, embedded in a young as a you know in a child as a young age where they're constantly having to worry about how they look and you yeah. know so when something change changes and you want to be up with the trend and you're yeah. concerned on how you look then you're going to react to jump on that trend yeah and because a man potentially cannot understand that at the depth you know, even yeah. though now we just had this conversation and yeah. maybe you understand it a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, now it kind of, yeah, it definitely makes more sense now. Women will tend to conceal how much money they spend on clothing. For sure. I think that is the number one thing. I myself have done it, but then I admitted it to you like some, sometime down mm-hmm. the road. I think I bought a pair of boots. Actually, I, I got a pair of boots that I spent a lot of money on mm-hmm. and I felt, I felt at that time and it was funny because I don't even think we were married at the time. And I just didn't tell you how much they were. I think I just told you that someone gave them to me. I, and I don't remember exactly why I concealed it. I just felt like maybe it was something of a very high price point that I, I don't know. that. Maybe, I, yeah. Maybe you didn't know how, how I would react to it. Yeah. And then later on down the line, I think, you know, I was just like, by the way, I chose not to tell you this. I'm not even sure why I did that, but. I actually thought it was kind of funny mm-hmm. at that time. I was like, I was a fucking idiot to even think that I ever needed to do that from you, um, to conceal something like. But I know a lot of wives that will do it, and it's somewhat of a joke amongst women. We'll be like, um, "Do you just leave the shit in the trunk and then wait till he goes to work and then just bring it in the house and then sort it into your fucking clothes?" And then one day just pull it out and be like, "Oh, fucking! I had this for a long time. I don't know what you're talking about, ladies. Please don't act like you don't do that." Hey, listen, man, that's the, that's, that's how you guys, well, that's how you gals maneuver mm-hmm. your way around it. That's how you keep it a secret. <laughs> Therefore, this is one of the secrets that wives keep from their husbands. Luckily, it's, luckily, it's like a lighthearted secret. I, I kind of feel like I don't it's think not... some, some men won't, probably won't take that lightheartedly. Well, listen, if you got like a shopping problem, if you're going out and fucking, you know, putting your family into debt by, for buying, you know, items of uh, items of clothing yeah. and things for the house then i can understand that but if you're getting a dress here and there a pair of shoes here and there and yeah, you're kind of just stuffing them in your closet and nobody knows i don't really think that this is so bad you know what's interesting is that like i out of the stuff that you do buy mm-hmm. the one me? you're talking about me yeah okay the ones that you end up spending more money on are usually the ones that you get the most use out of uh funny those boots i still have them mm-hmm. i and think it, i spent I think they were like a little over $400 and I've had those boots over a decade and I literally wore them, I don't know, like the other day. Yeah. And then like the stuff that, that, that you don't spend a lot of money on that you get, I mean, you're a bargain shopper to begin with, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the, some of the stuff that, you know, you, you do get at a bargain or didn't cost a lot of money, that stuff is really just, it's easily disposable. You know, yes. it's, it, that's, you know, you'll, you'll go out and. Well, that's fast fashion. And yeah. I've kind of learned that. Uh, fast fashion is just that it goes so fucking fast. Mm-hmm. So you buy a p- piece of clothing, and then the next season, or the next. So f- say for example, we're in 2022. Whatever you bought in 2021, that shit is not gonna look good. Mm-hmm. Depending on if you're following fashion, depending on if you're following trend, that's really up to you. Some people yeah. don't give a shit about that. I've learned that you can buy pieces of clothing that are a little bit more of a better quality or thrifting, and it will last you so much longer. I also feel like 
if you understand your own unique style, you can really just transcend that overall. It's it's not the easiest thing to mm-hmm. do. It doesn't really come naturally to everyone. But um, yeah, so that's definitely something that um, us women like to do. I, I'm fucking guilty of it. I know a lot of my girlfriends are, and I'm sorry if I'm... <laughs> If I'm putting off fucking shit on front street. You know but. what? I was thinking the same thing as I was going through this list. I'm like, mm, man, I don't know. I might be getting myself in some type of trouble here, airing out these secrets like this. You know, I might have to might have the boys coming for me over here on social media. So what else is it what else you? is new? Right. Um, so. All right. I don't, that wasn't that was it wasn't too bad. I don't no, think, no, no. You know? I, honestly, I don't really think any of the ones that I have are really horrific. Uh, but I feel like that that one can get bad. Yeah. In a certain situation. Yes. You know, if it's if it's to let get out of control. Correct. Um, so this one is a little bit. A little thick right here. But I, listen, I can't say that, you know, it's a secret per se, but. It is it's, it's a secret when it's happening. OK. Uh, and. One of the things that men keep secret from their wives is um, imagining someone else during sex. Oh, yikes. And so looking into this, I found out that men do it as a coping mechanism for a number of reasons. Um, So men will do it as as a coping mechanism for monogamy, you know. To kind of like fight temptation and things like that, not act on temptations. They might imagine them having sex with another woman while they're sleeping with their wife, but it may be something that's unattainable, like a celebrity, maybe like okay. maybe like a porn star, um, you know, their favorite porn star, something like that. Um, things that you know they just really can't act out on. Okay. Um, but you know they fantasize about it, and you know, and it's just, I guess that's how they cope with, it. and and. I feel like you're trying to tread so lightly right now, and I'm you know just what? wondering why. All right. So there's that, and then there's also the side of where it's not something that's unattainable. Mm-hmm. You know, they're fantasizing about uh, their neighbor, or they're fantasizing about, you know, the, the wife's sister or a cousin, or, you know, or maybe even a man, mm-hmm. you know. And that, you know, kind of like falls into the category of being a, an issue. Um, because. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like I, how you said it kind of, you know, it, it kind of does, because I mean, like if you're fantasizing, you mean, if you're kinda? fantasizing about, look, come on, listen, if you're, fa- <laughs> if you're fantasizing about sleeping with your sister's wife, with your wife's sister. sister, right? If you're fantasizing about sleeping with your wife's sister while you're having sex with her, I think that's a problem. You got a problem there. Uh, I think, I think you know, if you're fantasizing about being with anyone other than your, I could I completely understand the celebrity thing. Um, someone that's really unattainable. I completely understand that because that's yeah. almost like me fantasizing about a pair of thousand dollars. Like, there's a Prada bag that I want right now that I fantasize about. Yeah, that but shit. listen, we're talking about in like in <laughs> while having sex. I mean, <laughs> really? You wow? No, I'm just joking. It's just wow. Imagine that, right? I'm listening. No, it's just I'm I'm I'm. I'm I'm 100% joking. What I'm saying is I can understand that fantasizing about something that is completely out of reach. Yes. But we're talking about while having sex, though. 
I'm, I understand that. So I'm saying I even understand it then. I, yeah. I understand the celebrity part of it. But for you to say that it's kind of a problem when you're fantasizing about someone's sister, you know, brother, mother, whatever the fuck it is, that is definitely a fucking problem, Evo. Yeah, it's a big problem, you know. And, you know, at that point, you may want to see counseling. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you got some issues. Maybe you, you, you married the wrong person. You know, I, I, like you, you picked the wrong one. I don't know what happened. Uh, honestly, Maybe, Evo. You know, the bottle landed on the wrong person or oh. spin the bottle. I don't know if it's that they married the wrong person. You know, temptation is a motherfucker. Yeah, temptation is a motherfucker. And I, and people change. You yeah. know, you you and I have been together. It's close. Well, We've been together almost 20 years at this point. You know what I mean? I've known you for longer than 20 years, but together, like, we're close to mm -hmm. 20 years. We have changed oh, most significantly yeah, absolutely. over the last two decades. So to say that someone that maybe has been with, a, you know, their partner that long, to say that they married the wrong person, I don't know if that's it. It's just that they could have changed. Yeah, I hear what you know? you're saying. I hear you. Um, I mean, but if it's happened in the first year, yeah, maybe that maybe you <laughs> the wrong listen, person. I've had to imagine like things that will distract me from coming. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've done that. You know, like it's just. Oh yeah, I know. You know, I'm too deep into you know I'm too deep in the woods and it's getting crazy and now I gotta imagine myself like falling off a cliff or some shit. You know, something <laughs> scary. You know, like <laughs> I really I gotta come like way left field. <laughs> because <laughs> like, i gotta snap out of it like it's gotta be something that snaps me out of that shit. <laughs> yeah. Evo. yeah listen no, no it, i'm just gonna <laughs> listen when you're deep in the woods bro you gotta do what you gotta do to survive right <laughs> holy fucking shit evil just said to not to not um achieve yeah. orgasm yeah. evil imagines himself yeah. falling i gotta imagine like myself getting into a car accident or some shit you know something something just real like dramatic you know like something because like it's it takes that much of a thought to like snap me out of such a a, a, a it takes that it th takes that kind of a thought to snap me out of such a euphoric feeling yeah you know like it really has to be like an opposite end of the spectrum type of type of situation and so that's where i gotta go you know but to say that i've i mean you know when i was younger i may have been guilty of that mm -hmm. but you know once I kind of like got into the path of like really, you know, being in tune with the person that I'm with and connecting mm -hmm. them like that, you know, that I don't know. I've definitely done it. I've imagined yeah. other people uh, not in my current, not in our current marriage. I've done it previous. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, when and I was funny. When I, it was me imagining you. Oh, shit. Damn. So. Sorry, fellas. Uh, you, you know, know. Yeah, I know who y'all are there, but <laughs> sorry. Well, listen. I was in a position in my life where I wasn't looking to be in a long-term relationship. So I was having casual sex. So there was no really, you know, there was no yeah. really uh, emotional ties to these men okay. that I would consider that if they knew about it, it would hurt their All feelings right. type yeah, shit. That makes more know? sense. Yeah. Um, I can say the same thing uh, where when I was younger and I was kind of casually dating, there may have been a girl that I had, a really good time with and yeah. another girl that i was just kind of you know yeah. wasn't that great of a time mm -hmm. so, you know so i might imagine the other one that i was having a really you know that I would have a really good time with yeah. to kind of make that experience a little bit better um but yeah once you know the like the monogamy set in and i was really focused on that you know all that stuff is just a distraction to that to that to that goal for me 
yeah you know so that makes me think about something else that i i'm gonna i'm gonna maybe we'll talk about that another time i'm gonna bring i'm gonna bring it up to you just spark something in my brain right now so yeah i definitely think that could be a problem men keeping that men keeping that period i i, I don't know if it's it's a problem, I think, on both ends. I think it's a problem for their marriage, and I think it's a problem for I think it's a problem for the man because now he's probably he's probably struggling with a lack of desire for his partner in some some facet. Yeah, yeah, something you know. So, something's, something's going missing. on. Yeah, something's missing. There's been a disconnect of some sort throughout the relationship. You know, communication is key. I think that that's, you know, that's a big part of our of our success in our relationship and, you know, how we've been able to get to where we are now and really mm -hmm. understand each other is the communication, you know. It's hard at times. It is hard at times. Um, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate to have a person like yourself who is very open about the way that they feel, mm -hmm. you know, and if I'm doing something that, you know, you don't like or you're not feeling, you know, you let me know, you yeah. know, and you're very helpful in guiding me through what it is that pleases you mm -hmm. um, so that we can be better connected. And I think that that's very important. I think that, you know, um, women should try to speak up more, you know, and find find their place in their relationship where they where there is a safe place for them to say what it is that they want to say because I know it's not like that for all women in all relationships. You know, a lot of women are you as you've mentioned before in other other shows that you know, women are afraid to speak up in relationships, you know. Yeah, so uh, when I kind of just want to stop you right there. For you to say women should I I think you want to tread lightly when you say something like that. Uh, because it's just not that easy. If they're in a situation, if, if a woman's in a situation where the the relationship is not healthy, it's just not that easy for your, for for you to say she should just speak up more. No, but you missed the second part of that. Mm -hmm. I said she should try to find a safe place in their mm -hmm. relationship okay. where she's able to do that. I didn't say mm -hmm. she should just come out and do it. Yeah, you have to find you have to you have to find your position and you you know in your relationship. I mean. I would hate that, you know, I'm, I know that there are relationships that exist where a woman's voice just has no power whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's very sad mm -hmm. um, and unfortunate that that type of dynamics exist where, yeah. uh, you know, somebody has so much power over the relationship where there is the other person has no voice. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, that, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done there to even come close to getting to a p point where you can have a safe place to speak up. Correct. You know, but for the women that do have some type of voice when it comes to physical pleasure and sex and, you know, really getting to know each other and understand each other to not end up in a place where your partner is imagining someone else. I think that communication is very important on pleasing each other. I think that, for example, so let's take an example. Let's say a man is imagining sleeping with another woman while he's having sex with his wife. Mm -hmm. But we were saying before that something happened in there. So there's something missing. Right? Yeah, but I don't think it's on the woman's part. I think it's on the man's part. Maybe the man should fucking speak up and talk about what it is that he feels like. Yeah, no, I agree. Absolutely. If he's keeping it secret, because I'll be honest, Eva, I'm having a hard time swallowing what you're saying because it sounds like you're you're like. You started off by saying that, you know, you felt like you and I together sexually have a very healthy sexual relationship because of the communication that we have. But then you went on to say that, you know, women should have the platform to speak up more. But 
you're kind of not putting this topic on the women yeah. women speaking up more yes, and then there's a reason why how men how, then then like connecting that to men fantasizing about other women okay. the reason why i'm saying this is because me bringing up our situation obviously is because we we have a we have a dynamic where we we can equally speak up to each other and tell mm-hmm. each other how we feel um, and I think that just pointing that out as if like that's just a great and easy attainable thing is is not right because a lot of relationships, you know, don't have that dynamic. And a lot of the times it falls where it's in the it's in the dynamic where the woman doesn't have the capability to. Okay. So that's why I was just shedding light in a situation where, you know, women should try to find the space to say to you know, to speak up a bit. That, that's it. I mean, I, I know that I'm not okay. saying that men you know are are perfect or that they you know that maybe they didn't say something about themselves mm-hmm. um but i feel like that if they wanted to they could and they just would they just would okay where in the other case if a woman wanted to she may be re- reluctant to and just stay silent about it all right so i'm going to push back on you a little bit in this no, so if the dynamic is is that the woman doesn't necessarily have a voice and that she should she, she should seek a safe place then maybe the husband should be the one that is actually creating the safe space and he should be looking at it like you know my wife actually isn't saying a lot about this particular um section of our life so Am I not creating safe spaces for her and I to have these type of conversations? If, because if you're saying that the woman should look for the safe space, maybe the man should also be creating okay. the safe space. If the husband, if the if the relation, if the dynamic in the relationship is the type of dynamic where the woman doesn't really have a voice, mm-hmm. then obviously the man is not too concerned about what she has to say. So you're saying that the uh-huh. man should all of a sudden express some type of concern mm-hmm. or start wondering, well, hmm, what's going on with my wife? Mm-hmm. You know, why is it that, you know, I'm not feeling pleasure? And mm-hmm. this that dynamic primarily exists because of the, the lack of interest that a man would show to a woman. So I'm finding it a little confusing that you're saying, well, maybe the man should you know, create this space. That's, well, that's why okay. I'm what you're saying. I'm finding very confusing because you want the woman to create a space w- where she's already having difficulty with the men even listening to her. I'm saying this because at some point in our relationship, mm-hmm. okay, I was the overpowering one. At some point in our relationship, I was mean? the one. I was the one. I used we we've this, this is something that you know that I've mentioned before on our on our show. You know, I used to be very hot headed and I used to just you know be I used to snap a lot and have hot temper and I used to be not easy to, to speak to mm-hmm. and you like to speak a lot you like to you like communication you like to have an understanding you like to work things out verbally and you made sure that you push for that space mm-hmm. you carve that lane in our relationship mm-hmm. you did that so that didn't exist and i didn't have an interest in it being part of our relationship but you showed me how important it was okay you know what i mean and it changed me but had you not taking that first initiative and it wasn't an easy one i mean you fought tooth and nail for many years to kind of like you know carve that path in our relationship Mm -hmm. you know i don't want to just say that this is something that you know you do in a flip of a switch you know Mm -hmm. you worked at it very hard for a long time Mm -hmm. and i came to realize that you know that's not the best way to communicate you know and it you know and i understood that and respected your feelings about it and reflected upon myself and realize it, that, that 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 and realize that that needed to change. Yeah. So uh, I I guess I can understand where you're coming in that regard, but um, I also think that when it comes to something like that, 
the ball really needs to be in the man's court. If he's the one fantasizing about someone else, it should not be about the woman creating a safe space. It should really be about the man really um, right. tackling his feelings and trying to understand why the fuck he's feeling like that to begin with. Because if there's lack of conversation, he's part of the problem, you know? Listen, I I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm sure we can go back and forth on this because it seems that, you know... Well, that's what we do. It's drinks with a splash of controversy. We ain't got no fucking drinks. We drinking. <laughs> we drinking. Right? We drinking. The, this is this is this is life right here, right? Without water, without water, there's no life, right? This is the oh man best thing you can drink on the planet, all right? Don't so get it twisted. Let's roll into something that's a little less uh, heated. Oh, I got heat. <laughs> you got heat. <laughs> I got heat. There is something that women will do that they will keep secret from their husbands that I find so laughable. But I've done it. Oh shit! Oh man. Uh, women will. Wives will keep secret shows that they're supposed to be watching with their husband. They'll watch them without them. Oh shit! Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, if a husband and wife are watching fucking I don't know Dexter, and it's a show that they're watching together, the wife will go and watch episodes without the husband, and then rewatch the episodes with her husband and act like she never watched them. <laughs> That's that's terrible. That's just like why can't you just wait? What like? Okay, so I thought about where's that. Where's the where's the loyalty in this? Listen, I feel disrespected. Okay, I'm highly offended. Okay, great. I'm. <laughs> this is just not right. So, I'm gonna explain to you why I feel like um, this happens. It is actually not the wife's fault completely has a lot to do with the way that TV now has been structured. Oh, it's the TV's fault. Can, well, two seconds ago, you were saying that the woman should create a safe space. Listen, and we, even though it was the listen, man that we're, was... We're beyond that okay. now. We're talking about TVs. So, and you're saying okay. that a woman or a wife watching a TV show uh, without, her, without her husband is the TV's fault. I'm yes. just I'm trying to I'm trying to wrap my head okay. around this. I'm trying to get to that. Yeah, Can I I'm get just, to that? Yeah, I just, I just couldn't... I couldn't... My ears just couldn't believe okay. what I was hearing, so... All right, well... It has a lot to do with the way that TV is now designed. The ability to binge watch something is something that is a new feature, per se. I want to say maybe like the last five years, you've been able to watch a show. For example, The Ozarks just recently came on and yeah. you got all of the episodes on the day that it launched, mm -hmm. right? What happens when you receive that type of, that type of access to something? You can either binge it mm -hmm. or you can wait to watch it with your partner. Okay, can, That's not what I'm asking you, Eva. I'm asking you. When You're you asking receive, me what happens. There's two okay, things that happen. I'm talking there's, about actually, there's the a person multitude of things that can the person happen. That can, the person that is consuming the, the television show, right? Yeah. When they can binge a show, mm -hmm. binging is like considered and actually like a bad habit, mm -hmm. right? If like you binge eat, you binge drink. Sure. It's giving you this instant gratification. Mm -hmm. So when you are watching a show with your partner that you know is potentially bingeable, which means that you have access to the episodes whenever and however you want. Mm -hmm. If you're doing that a lot with your partner, what, tar what starts to happen is you start to develop almost like an addiction to it. So you are then wanting to seek out the episodes with less regard to your partner because you want that instant gratification. Okay. So that's why I'm saying it's not completely 
it's not completely the part the wife's fault and so just so that we're clear um this is also something that men do but i'm putting it in the woman's court mm-hmm. right now sure. it it does that is a portion of that is a portion of why that happens so that's all i'm saying i'm just i'm not saying that the woman st- doesn't have any control of what she does but there is that there is that draw to the the show or the episode because you can instantly watch it yeah i i just i'm having a hard time understanding where does the self-control come in in all this oh my god evo uh, you are you are you really right now trying to be funny with me i'm just saying because i've never i've never done this okay there but there's so many things that you have no, done we're, no we're talking about tv here i know right, pump the brakes let's stay in our lane but that's right? my point let's just, so let's stay focused let's Gina. stay throw, focused okay right? i'm focused let's no. not throw this where's the self-control where's the self-control in watching a tv show mm-hmm. with your partner that you started something with together and mm-hmm. agree that you were going to do it together i don't know evil maybe she's dealing with the fact that her husband's imagining other women um while they're having sex so she's like you know fuck it i'm gonna go watch this episode without him Maybe that's what's happening. I mean, but listen, the husband that's actually he's <laughs> he's displaying self-control by not acting out on his fantasies, right? Mm-hmm. He's still staying he's still um, he's, he's still, he's acting still them no, out. no 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 he's just see that's like a woman thinking about watching the episode but she's not really watching it right oh my god so but she still watches the episode together with her husband so her husband still has sex with her even mm-hmm. though he's thinking about other women he's only having sex with her. Yeah. So you know there's still the it's different. It's Listen, different. Listen, I've only done it once. And it was one episode that I watched without you. You've only done it once. No, this, I, I, this, I swear this, to God. This sounds, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like, a, like a, you know what? It's. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you. Wait, hold on. I'm going to tell you how it is that I fight. I, I like I deal with this. Okay. So when you and I are watching a show together, I tend to have a little bit more access to watch shows. I would say that I actually am a little bit more disciplined in how I uh, how I like schedule out my day. So I like build in time for those type of things where you you're a little bit more reactive where you're mm-hmm. just kind of like, I'm going to do this. Hey, I got time now. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. So what yeah. tends to happen is sometimes our schedules don't line up. So I will have more time. So what I've been doing when I know that we're watching a show together, but I have that downtime and I want to maybe fill it with something to n- not. To fight the temptation of watching the show that I know that we're both enjoying, I start watching something on my own that doesn't involve you. Mm. And like I'm currently doing that right Mm now. And I'm going to tell you the one time that I did it. It was that one time in the season of Game of Thrones where that episode got leaked. When uh, it was the episode where... Jon Snow goes to fight the White Walkers mm-hmm. and the lead White Walker, the king of the the king of the White Walkers, he takes possession. Spoiler alert if you haven't fucking watched Game of Thrones by now cuz it's only been out like for more than a decade. He takes possession of the of her youngest dra- or her smallest dragon. And that episode accidentally got leaked by HBO. And so you watched this episode so, because you couldn't wait to watch it because you found out it got leaked and you wanted to watch it yes, ahead of time because yes. you wanted to take advantage of the leak. Is that, yeah. is that, is that what That's happened That's exactly. Then? Listen, I was, oh my God, when I found out that it got leaked, I was like, yo, real talk, I'm going to watch this shit and then I'm just going to watch it again with evil. Fuck it. And that's what I did. You know, <laughs> I want to thank you for admitting that. And I just want you to know Mm -hmm. that you delivered yourself (laughs) into a coffin just now. 
because I can tell you for certain <laughs> that there's been other times that you've watched episodes without me. Really? Yes, a hundred percent. What other episodes? You have watched episodes. <laughs> Of what show? <laughs> and I, I'm guilty of this too, all right? So I don't think that this is just you. Okay, but I'm a little nervous right now because I'm telling... I don't... I can't tell you what show it is. I just know... I just know that it's happened and why it happens. And I'm going to tell you why it happens. What? So, yes. No, there's no way. Yes, 100% way. You're okay. going you're, you're gonna to agree with me once, you, once I tell you this, right? Oh, shit. So, I don't even know my own secrets anymore. Yeah, you don't. That's so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, right? And, I, and I, I would like to think that this happens uh, across all relationships, right? Mm -hmm. So, when you're watching a show with your significant other and something happens mm -hmm. where you get into a fight and the show comes on and you're arguing. Uh-huh. Oh, you're saying that the partner goes and watches. The watch partner it. will go and watch the show. You're, you're like you're arguing, you know, and you're not Ooh. speaking. You're not speaking, and sometimes, you know, like we've been in. You know, there's been sometimes we'll go we'll go a day or two without talking to each other, just depending on the severity of the argument. Mm -hmm. And you oh, know, evil! You know what? If I've done that, honestly, I do not remember. I remember. I was, really? Yeah, of course I do. Are you saying that you've known that I've done it? I know. I'm saying that once once we end up resolving the issue. Uh huh. You know, they obviously we missed an episode, so the conversation would come up. Like, hey, we didn't watch that episode. And I go, oh, I already watched it. Okay, I I feel like those circumstances. So the reason why I don't recall that, and I'll be a hundred percent honest, is because to me the circumstances are different. Because if we're arguing, the deal is <laughs> off. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so I go into it. all contracts yeah. are broken. So <laughs> I go into it with a mindset that I'm not keeping anything a secret. <laughs> You know you in hot water right now. Oh, so I'm going to just go and watch this episode and I'm going to get my instant gratification. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. But the only time that I ever watch You're it like, where I feel like we... Were... <laughs> I'm, I'm watching this damn episode. <laughs> the only time that I've ever watched something where we were, I know we were like, there was no fight happening was that one episode of All Game right. of Thrones. All right, well. I had to. Now I know. Now you know? Now I know. <laughs> and you know what's so funny about that? When we re-watch Game of Thrones... I refused to watch that episode. I was so traumatized by the episode. So, like, I fucking... That's karma at its finest. I'm traumatized by that episode. Did you remember I couldn't watch it? Uh, not in particular, no. I Where, do I do remember when they did leak the episode. And I remember you telling me... or the, I remember you watching it without me. And because it was... Uh, you know, I wasn't I wasn't available no, at the no, time no, to watch we, it. No, 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 we We watched it together. Trust me, I, I remember this very, very... No, but I remember you telling me that you watched the episode. No. Yeah. Did I? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, listen. At least I come clean. Bro. Yeah, you did. You told me about that. You were like, I, I watched it. I watched it because it was like, um, no, because it is came out. It came out that everybody like. It's almost like you didn't want to be left behind. Like you didn't. You wanted to be like. Yeah. Like right now, yeah. I'm fucking staying off of social media because I'm dying to go see Batman and my schedule. Yeah. My schedule won't allow yeah. it. You didn't. You did. You didn't want to p potentially speak to someone. And not have watched the episode. Oh, God. Yeah, because that was when people were, like, deep in Game of Thrones. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's uh, when that shit came on every Sunday. So, yeah, like, if and you, you geek hard on these things. So, like, uh, you need... Yeah. There was... I, I, and I understand this about you, right? So, mm -hmm. I understood that, like, if you would have spoke to someone and you didn't know about it, that shit would have killed you. So, whatever. It's fine. Yo. But the fact that you were like, it's only happened once. I was like... Uh -uh. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, listen. Uh, 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 I'm guilty, but not guilty uh, in that regard. Uh, um uh so t tell me tell me something else that men keep oh, secret man you got some light ones man i want like oh no you I'm, went ahead okay but listen but this was part this was the way that this conversation was supposed to go shit, um, i i told evil that i did not want him to look at 
um, yeah, you my did. items. I didn't really, I didn't, some, some of the ones that were kind of deep, I was just like, ah, to me, those are like, they're beyond the secret. There's something there that's like really deep rooted and, and I didn't want to go into that, but Damn. just tell me, it's fine. I'm, Let's do I'm, it. I'm deep in the woods, man. Okay. I'm deep in the woods. All right. So, um, so one thing that men will keep secret from their wives is wearing women's underwears. Okay. See, now for me, when you tell me that, um now I'm talking about heterosexual men. Uh-huh. Wearing women's underwears and keeping this secret from their wives like it's part of their lives. Uh-huh. Okay. I feel like they're to me that goes like beyond the secret. That yeah. that's the thing. It's obviously being kept secret, Evo, but it there's something there's something brewing there. Yes, of course there's something brewing there. I mean, I think even though I love men's underwear. There's something there's something brewing in in all of the ones that I said except Maybe for the, except it. for the car part ones. I mean, if you go back to you know what we said earlier about um, you know, fantasizing about another woman, you know, there's a portion of it where you if you're fantasizing about your wife's sister, you know, there's a problem there. Yeah. You know, and so there were some other, you know, there was light ones that I was, but I just felt like that, you know. I actually just listened to a podcast about a uh, yoga guru that that was part of like his journey into. Wearing women's underwear? No, he actually committed oh. some, he actually committed some serious crimes. He was, uh, it's a, it's a podcast that I listened to called Crimes of Passion. And it was their little yoga section. It was like um, some crazy stories. And what wind up happening was. <clears throat> he um fell in love with a woman and through the relationship became very uh like almost symbiotic with her mm. where he started to dress more like the way women dress mm-hmm. and even putting on like their underwears and and that just became part mm. of like who he was um so i don't i don't, maybe i want to take back what i said i'm not saying that there's a problem but yeah, because the, but, the but, but but there's definitely an aspect of that man's life that he is not tapping into, and he's definitely like resisting it. Somewhat. So funny thing, right? Or rather and not resisting, he's burying it. I want to take that back. Not funny thing. Interesting thing is Thank that because I always yes. it better be fucking funny. Yeah, and this is it's not funny, but it is very interesting because when you think about it, you know, initially when you think about a man wearing a woman's underwears, anybody who's homophobic or you know doesn't see that doesn't see that in a positive way mm-hmm. is going to be like opposed to it and think negatively about it right yeah um but what i found and what i what i saw was at some point you know obviously clothings clothing that we wear are things that are cre- are instilled in our lives as boundaries mm-hmm. you know you're you're raised you know you must wear girls clothing these are your boundaries you know you must wear men's clothing these are your boundaries um and for someone who is outside of those boundaries at some point in their life they were able to explore things of interest that Mm. boundaries had not been created yet and so uh, you know in their own boundary was created on their own and it was it was a own it was a Mm self-exploration of that person Mm -hmm. and it became part of their life and so i see that as a beautiful thing yeah um and i think it's great that that person was not at that point in their life wasn't set into like this mold of like this is who you're to be yeah. you know and that's and they would never have the chance to really explore they breaking those gender norms they breaking those gender norms yeah for sure um and you know i found that 
heterosexual men who wear women's underwear are more in tune with their wives and their and what their wives' needs are. Oh shit. Yes. Um because of the the their ability to step outside of the normal boundaries. That is a very interesting uh to say the least, I would have n- I would have never made those two connections. Yes, yes, they're very typically more fashion forward. You know, very aware of what they're wearing and how what they look like and mm-hmm. how it, how things feel, um, and are very open and sensitive to other genders and sexualities. That's awesome. You know what I my immediate thought when you said that I was like, that's probably the relationship where the wife doesn't have to hide the clothing that she buys. Yeah, because a husband will just be completely understanding yes. as to what it is that she may need for her body. Yes. The other thing that I wanted to add that I didn't add, there is a there is a significant reason why women tend to buy more clothing than men. And I kind of left this out and it, I, you just reminded me of it. Women's bodies go through different changes than men do. So there is a portion of our life where we may experience childbirth more than once. Yeah. So we go through the portion of our life where we are pregnant, uh, we're not pregnant, we're dealing with the weight after pregnancy, which then will change the type of clothing that we need to wear, where mm. men don't necessarily have to deal with the fluctuation of their weight and or the changes of their body right. afterwards. That was something that I left out that I just wanted to add. Yeah. And I wanted to add it because I want to say that you are very... I don't want to use the word sensitive because it doesn't feel right to me to say sensitive, but you are just very open and understanding when it comes to my needs as far as my appearance. Uh, even to... I try to be, yeah. Yeah. I, you, you have put even more effort into it over the years, I think because as we've gotten older, we've obviously changed, yeah. you know, and our, our focuses have shifted. But even things like you paying for my nails to be done, but you offering to pay for it because you literally said to me i know that you like to have your nails look nice when you're out working because you know it's important for Mm -hmm. your hair that means so much to me more than you paying for it it's the observation of how i like to have my appearance yeah of course so i think it's beautiful to know that a man even though those those two again to put together is I don't think many people would put that together that a man who wears women no. women underwears would no. be more understanding of a woman's needs when it comes to the, what goes on her body. Absolutely not. No. I mean it's, it's there's a uh there's a sense of of exploration into the f- femininity that goes along with wearing you know a woman I mean obviously they're women's underwears you know mm-hmm. and they're they're seen as such. Um but even more beautiful, right? Which I, I when I found this out I was like, wow. I just like just thinking about it kind of blew my mind was um, men that are actually able to reveal this to their wives mm-hmm. and their wives be supportive of it. Oh, wow. And understanding of it um, and how that dynamic works, you know? Yeah. Sounds amazing. You know, for somebody to be able to liberate themselves like that, a heterosexual man who wears women's underwear, so who's very in tune with women and femininity um, to be able to be understood by his wife. Mm hmm. In that in that aspect, and really kind of like come grow closer together. Yeah, I think any time that that happens in a relationship where there is something that one of the partners is concealing out of potential fear, yeah. and being ridiculed or being shamed for it, and they can come out to their partner and say, "Hey, this is something about me that I've been concealing 
in fear of mm-hmm. and then the partner is accepting yeah yo that's always a fucking beautiful yeah. thing and i also learned that, that you know that there's a there's a huge difference uh between a heterosexual man wearing women's other underwear um and like completely cross-dressing mm-hmm. you know so there's there is i don't want people to confuse the confuse two. those two yes you, you know that oh, oh he wears women's underwear he's a cross-dresser no they're those are two totally different things that res- that merit their own respect yeah so we have like a couple minutes left i actually have a couple more that i would like to share but maybe we could build that into part two of our conversation uh yeah i mean listen if you want to if you want to do one more we could do one more um to kind of like wrap it up oh actually well we yeah, are no. really like down to the yeah. wire so okay. i'm, I'm thinking right. that we may make a part two of this because evil okay. i feel like you still have some really great ones to talk about i i, I might have to restructure that because <laughs> I, I, la- I got the last one i'm looking at that's just deep yeah i i actually the one there's one additional one that i think that i want to talk about because it goes into an aspect of marriage that i think think people would be interested to know about and it it kind of tipped uh dips its toe in sex sounds good so maybe we'll do a part two part two let's let's do it next friday i want to thank everybody for joining us whether you are watching whether you are listening however you like to consume our content is greatly appreciated the only thing that we ask of you is you hit a button I don't know what that button is, whether it is subscribe, whether it is follow, whether it is like, whether it is the donate button, which is Evo's favorite (laughs) button, right? The best nation of all, the donation. Uh, We would hope that you could do that for us because then it will continue to allow us to create content and put us out there for other people to see us and hear us. And we would love nothing more than that. But until next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, peace out. Peace out.